Hello, hello, and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I am Stacy Fleece. I am here with Samantha Tredelius, and we are launching season three of the Inspired podcast. We're launching season three. We're launching 2023. Uh, we so are we are so in a bomb cyclone of rain. Yeah. Um, so yet we continue to be here for each here other. Here we are. Here we are. Hi. Hey, girl. Um, I'm freshly back from the Cotton Bowl, Ooh. which was, uh, I mean, it was a very exciting game and a very cool outcome for Tulane. I, not as cool of an outcome for my alma mater, who was on the losing end of that. But, um, you know, with a daughter at Tulane and uh, this, you know, this was the first major ball game they went to in 83 years. I don't, like, I don't, I don't even, I don't I know how you... The two of us, you're the one that follows football because I I don't know anything that's going on. Well, it. we went to this game because we figured there's the the shot the chances of these two teams ever meeting again is probably pretty slim in our lifetime. Um, but it was a really exciting game, and I'm super happy for them. So uh, it's back to reality, though. The whole you know the two weeks of holidays, Christmas and New Year's, and the week in between, and the week leading up to, and like it's just the whole thing is just kind of all fucked up. You don't know what day yeah. it is. You don't know what time it is. And then you've got yeah. holidays on Mondays when the actual holiday was set. It's it, like, I'm all, conf- I don't even know what day it is today. It's a kerfuffle. It's a yes. kerfuffle. Yes. But, uh, but I'm glad to have consistency back in my life now that we're into January and um, consistency with work and with podcasting and actually kicking off 2023 and season three with uh, two amazing people that near and dear to my heart and yours because they are in the real estate industry, which I love. Um, Super excited to have with us today, Angel Collins and Anne-Marie Ahern of the Collins and Mahern real estate, uh, Ahern and Collins real estate team down in LA. How are you ladies? Great. How are you? We are, we're hanging in, we're staying dry and we still have power. So all is right with the world. Awesome. Yes. yes. We're all going to be getting hit. Not as bad as you guys. So stay warm and dry up there. Yes. One of the, one of my favorite things about real estate agents is the, the, um, varied background that they come, they all come from. Like it's, uh, some people grew up and say, I really want to be in real estate and it's a family thing, or they just, they're, they're obsessed with it. And you know, real estate, get a real estate degree and all that stuff. But I think, I feel like so many uh, people in real estate and whether it's selling the real estate, the finance side that I'm in, the insurance side that Samantha's in, um, so many people come from a real wide variety of background and you guys are not the exception to that rule. Um, So tell us a little bit about what your life was before you got into this successful adventure that you're in now. So we're actually completely opposites. We are like mm-hmm. the yin and the yang. So we I'll really start. Are. We really are. We are. <laughs> um, so this is Angel and um, before real estate. Wow. So I guess just a little backstory. What sparked my interest into real estate was growing up before I was taken away from my biological mom, I had bounced from like house to house to house to house. And so when I became an adult, learning that there is this thing called like I had more stability after I was taken away of course but I was just a troubled teen so I didn't really appreciate it but once I got a little bit older and more mature I started thinking about real estate because of the stability of a home and um, I had joined I was actually in the military when I 
in the United States uh, Army National Guard when I first started getting interested into real estate and I was going to Pepperdine University for my um, Bachelor of Science in Management. And yeah, um, my childhood kind of sparked it, but then I would meet a lot of successful people in my journey here in LA in the short time before I got started. And I would ask them like, how did you get to where you were? And all of them, it was real estate investments. And I'd say, well, how do I get started? Tell me what to do. I'm willing to do anything to not have, you know, my future kids go through what I went through and have stability in, in their upbringing and, you know, hopefully generational wealth. And all of them told me, become a real estate agent, learn it, get paid to learn it. Like that's your school. And so that's brilliant. And so that's what I, did. I got my license. I worked, what I call a internship, like a paid internship for my first broker, not getting paid a lot of money, but I had to learn how to build his whole business, his systems and everything in the back end and kind of see how it that looks. And then I was still like, what I hate a hobby agent. I was still kind of like, oh, okay, cool. I had a part-time part -time hobby agent. And I had, um, I had the privilege of having a, a man that believes in being a provider. So I was comfortable. And then I was like, wait, 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 this is not me. I'm such a hustler. I like to do all things. And I got pregnant with my first son and I was like, oh, I'm going all in. And so this is my fourth year full-time in real estate. I went to a Tom Ferry summit four years ago and I was like, you know what? Life-changing. Yeah, I was like, I have, I have a son now. I have to build the generational wealth. I have to leave him some type of legacy. And I came home and I'm like, babe, cut me off. And he's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> don't pay for anything. I, if I can't make this business successful on my own without your help, then I'm not meant to be real estate. And it, I really just, you know, put my ass on the line. So mine came from like the struggles to getting into the military and then Pepperdine University to being a mom. Now, fast forward in the last five years, there's four boys that we have. I just had our fourth boy six weeks ago. Fourth, one more and you got a starting team. Yeah. You I, put I him on the basketball that. court. Just bust it <laughs> out. Let's go. I actually have a friend that ended up with five boys because they kept trying for a girl. And oh, when no, he got not, when he I'm got not, the starting lineup, he's like, we're out. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's not. So we're like, we're not trying for the girl. I'm hoping to adopt, but we'll see if my honey is down for that. So that's my story. And Amory is like the complete opposite. opposite. So my backstory um, was like the traditional family. Mom and dad were together, had an older brother. I was the youngest one, white picket fence. Um, and so I went into college, I got a marketing degree and then I went into retail. I was in retail for a long time. Um, I eventually made it out here to California. Um, and one of the retail jobs that I had, um, right before I got pregnant with my son, um, was traveling a lot. I was between, um, I was, uh, in a skincare company. So my traveling was Chicago all the way over. So I'd go to Vegas, Vancouver. San Francisco, LA, and Chicago. Those were my cities. Um, and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm trying to have a baby. We eventually had my son. Um, then I had my daughter and I was like, real estate, I can make my own schedule. Retail schedule is just insane. I want to make my own schedule. I want to be at every single play, every, you know, mommy and me, whatever it takes. So that's why I actually got into real estate. My husband at the time, when we moved to California, he got into mortgages. 
So when in back in 2000, when the market was going up, 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 like it has been the last few years, um, we actually started a mortgage company and a real estate company. Um, and then when the crash happened, it also crashed our marriage. So we got divorced in 2010 and I was, you know, basically a single mom and I had been in real estate. We had owned our own company. We had owned the mortgage company. And I was like, I need this, right? Because I'm bringing the kids to school. I'm picking them up. I just have to work around my own schedule. And that is the reason I got into it, but I actually love it. Like I have lifelong friends from clients, um, you know, building generational wealth, having people start investments and showing them like, it's not as hard as it looks. So, and the so I love. here's what I love is that you've been in an industry that's obviously had its cycles and we're currently going through one of these wacky ass cycles. Mm -hmm. And here are two women with very different backgrounds that have found each other. Now, how long have you guys been working together? Well, we started the business two, uh, a little two, over two years ago. Yeah, end, end of 2020. 2020. We launched our team in 2021. Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Uh, now, you guys, I mean, you're a phenomenal team. The two of you are, are hugely successful together, and you're obviously so great together. Honestly, like... How the fuck did you look at each other and go, this is a grand idea? Like, I, how did that happen? I can tell this story. So I was like that when I decided to like fully commit to real estate, I was in our brokerage at the time with Caldwell Banker, Hallmark Realty. Shout out to them. They're amazing. Great for new agents. And I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to treat this like a full-time job. Not the, I can make my own schedule. I was going to show up for everything. I'm going to show up for every training. I'm going to learn everything I possibly can. And so in that, I made like accountability groups for like a CRM system so we can keep each other accountable. And I wanted to do like videos so we can, like, I can, I was like, just show up to the video. I'll learn the topic <laughs> because you already know it. You're an OG, right? I'll learn it. I'll tell you what to talk about. And then we'll do, create video content. And so getting to know her, like while I was in the office, I would, I would make sure I would see who are the people that are actually doing the work, not just doing like saying that they're doing the work on social media and pretending that they're doing the work or piggybacking off someone else's work. And Anne Marie was one of those people. And I admired her. And also we had really, the one thing that we do have, that's the same are our values. So everything else is opposite, including <laughs> how we dress, how we like handle everything, what we like to do, how we do business, but our values were the same and we both worked really fucking hard. And so I was like, I'm going to close on her. And honestly, everyone thinks I'm crazy, but she was the best close that I ever did. I was like, you are going to be my partner. Like, how do we make this happen? And it started because we were going to just share an assistant because we're like, let's cut the cost. Let's share an assistant. Let's figure it out. Right. And then we had an opportunity to launch an all women's team, which was on my vision board of January 2020. Yes. Love that. Yes. Yeah. And so it was January 2020. And then like August of 2020. It was in my five-year plan, by the way, but you'll learn if you get to know me a little bit more that I'm like a lightning bolt. Yeah, so like if I say something, it's like, all right, let's do this. So nine months later, I was like August, September, um, we had the opportunity and I was like, well, are you going to do this with me or do I have to find someone that's crazy enough to like support my ideas? Yeah. And we hunkered down. I was in my last trimester of my third baby and we converted my garage into an off a team office yeah. for my first home. And we well, first we started in the baby room at your first home. Yeah. So and she had two kids at the time pregnant with her third and we were in the, we were in the baby, baby room. room. And then she keeps having babies and you got yeah, booted to the garage. 
baby room to the garage. Because I was like, how am I going to have three? That's what you do with dogs. Come on. <laughs> no, but it was a really beautiful garage. We made it like- I bet it was. Yeah. It was so cute. And I was like, how am I going to have? I was scared shitless. I'm like, okay, I'm finally full-time. I'm about to have my third baby under three. And how are we going to do this? So I'm like, well, we have to be here. And so that's yeah. what we did our first year. Yeah. But really, I closed. I was like, Amory, we're we're gonna be accountability partners, and I'm gonna show you. Like she would work deals. Leaving out one important part. So I don't dual agents. Oh yeah. So for those in the industry that know, you can represent the seller or you can represent the buyer, and dual agency is representing both. I don't think it's ethical. There are certain states that don't allow it. California allows it as long as everybody is in the loop. I'm not a fan. I agree with you on that. I don't do it, um, you know, because I find that 95% of the people that are doing it, they're doing it for their own paycheck, right? They're like, oh, I can make this much from you mm-hmm. and this much from you, and I can control everything and tell you what you want and tell you what you want to hear. No. So I had a listing and somebody was like, I want to write an offer with you. I want to write an offer with you. And I'm like, like, pick me. Yeah. So I was like, hey, well, I got this guy. Do you want to take him? So she goes and shows, she tries to close him to write the offer. He's just very stubborn. Still a great client of ours. I did close him on another property. Another property she did close him on. But the hustle, the work ethic, like just like she saw everything in me, Cause I wasn't looking right. I was a solo agent doing my own thing, like bringing in my deals. But she doesn't like, she has walls. Right? She's been traumatized in business. So she was not wanting to be my partner. So that's why I say that she was my best clothes. Yeah. And I was, I was masterminding on the back end, like ha 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 plotting and scheming. Like, <laughs> and she had no idea, but I just like proved myself. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to she... ask for anything. I'm just going to do ever Like you need something. I'll do it. Like whatever. Was, was it on your vision board? Yes, everything was on my vision board. And Marie, you were on her vision board. Come on. I, love I think it. I think with you guys though, one plus one equals far more than two. Yeah. Yes. That is evident. Yes. Mm-hmm. So sure. now you have a team. So you have how many people on your team? There's nine agents total. Wow. And we have our Support op- team. We have our operations manager, mm-hmm. director of operations. That's amazing. And then we have three uh virtual assistants. And you've got, uh, and you're all LA based. Uh, that's, are you, do you sell all over or are you primarily LA? So we also, we've expanded. So now we're Ventura County, LA County and Orange County. And uh, one of the reasons that we moved brokerages recently to Keller Williams, shout out to them, Beverly Hills, is because they're a global entity. And so we want to keep expanding. So we're, st- we're still finalizing some of our operations on the back end. We learned a lot. And now we're like finalizing it. And once we get like that machine, the machine that we're creating, like completely ham- like hashed out, then we plan on just, you know, growing everywhere. Cause I learned the power of social media. Like some of the, some, one of the agents on our team now is from Vegas and she found me, she was like, if you are who you look to be on social media, I'm not interviewing any other teams. I want to be on your team. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and so many people reach out to us from all over. So I'm like, oh, well, let's do this, you know, but let's start here and build the foundation, you know? So let's, let's unpack that little onion a little bit. What is your, your secret sauce? Like what differentiates you from every other, you know, real estate person out there? I mean, I could tell right now what makes you different just by me having a chat with you, but for everyone else, like, tell us what's your pitch, right? What makes you guys different? 
So we actually care about our team. That's number one. I, I, I like, I know it sounds really How sad that that's a differentiator, but it is. But it is. It shouldn't yeah. be. It's a very basic standard, but like we surpass that. Like we pour, I, I think that our biggest difference is we pour into our team. Like, and we listen to them. They're a part of like when we make changes, um, we have one-on-ones with them to like in weekly meetings as well, but one-on-ones to dive into their business. We mentor them, we coach them. If there's something that we implement that they have feedback on, we make changes like, and everything we do is at the center of making sure that we're pouring into them. It's not like we are what a lot of teams are and no disrespect to any teams out here. It's just not my style. I don't like it. I think it's gross, but I'm sure there's amazing people. We've met amazing team leaders that are great people, but I just don't like the ego part of it. It's not all about us. It's like, how do we lift you, right? Like we're here because of you. Like we're honored to be in this leadership role. How do we manifest even greater for you? And I think a lot of teams, it's like, I'm going to feed myself first. I'm going to be the head of the, the face of everything. And like, you guys go do the work and like learn what you can and like, whatever. Like we're very strategic about, only bringing on people that we believe could be top producers so we can pour into them and they can start taking over like even our referrals. So here's a question, just being someone that hires people in in the insurance industry. I mean, how hard it is to find good people. And I know that in real estate, I mean, you're primarily commission-based. You're not getting necessarily salary. So you kind of weed out a lot immediately. Um, But how hard is it in your industry to find those you know, exquisite agents that are going to, I mean, cause I, I know in insurance, it's like one out of 10 people that get licensed will actually be successful. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that number is one in 20 now. Um, yeah. So how do you, how do you find those? What, how's your picker? <laughs> so we, we started out not having a good picker. Right. Yeah. An avatar. So we now we do. We when we started the team that Angel was talking about earlier, it was like, oh, you have a license? Come, 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 come. Well, we weren't recruiting them. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't recruit anyone. Everyone came to us and they wanted mentorship. So we're like, Mm -hmm. okay, great. But then we realized, oh no, 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 no. Like we need to really know our mission, where we're going, our direction, and lead in that. And that comes with an agent avatar. Yeah, it took a long time for us to figure out. Eighteen months to be exact. Yeah, a lot of mistakes. If we're being honest, we actually built two teams like the first team just didn't work out we actually have one person still left from that team that stayed on but we had like angel said we didn't have an avatar right so it was just like you have a license you You want to work with us great Great, come on and we did um you know angels more into the like marketing part of it the social media we did these you know great photo shoots and you know on the outside everyone you know the great instagrams everything looks so damn dumb so impressive. <laughs> now that I inside, it was Angel and I closing. It right? was only and us team, producing. Yeah. And they, they were taking all the expenses, a, which are a lot. A lot of part-time agents that just weren't committed. Mm-hmm. And so we learned, um, we came up with our avatar. We started coaching and really focusing on this is where we're going. We had the vision uh, many, many years We did ago. a lot of things, right? But like a lot of things, a lot of things wrong. wrong. So yeah. back up a little bit for, because I think this is really interesting. You talk about having an agent avatar and building that and then growing once you had that in place. What do you mean by an agent avatar and how did you create it? So the agent avatar, so we have an agent avatar mixed with an internship. So you have to first fit the agent avatar, which is 
you either have had to have closed at least three transactions and you're full-time. Well, 100% you have to be full-time. If you're not full-time, you can't be on our team. You have to be a referring agent because we don't want the liability and the time consumption. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. And you have to be able to commit to all of our training, which is a lot of training. Like we do accountability prospecting four days a week. We do coaching calls, role-playing, team meetings every week. And you have to be on all of those unless you have, you know, took off availability because of life and you had a baby or you, you know, vacation. Uh, vacation and things that you planned for, but you are going to treat yourself and show up for yourself every single day and utilize the resources because we spend a lot of money using them. And so you have to one, be full time. You have to two, be able to, to attend all the training and, and get organized. We don't take any reactive agents. So if you're in a reactive person and you're not willing to break that habit, you got to go. You have to be by design, like by your calendar and go over that every month in your one-on-one and like what you're doing, what you're not, what's working, what's not. Um, and then obviously if you haven't closed any deals, cause we get a lot of new agents or you, or you aren't as well versed in it, then there's other indicators. Like if you're prior military, because they're super disciplined, you know, moms, because they like to multitask and like they, their ass is on the line, right? A lot of single, we have a girl on our team, she's a single mom. There is no taking no for an answer. She'll do whatever it takes, you know? Um, but, and then they have to fit our team culture, meaning like you have to pick community over competition because we share a lot and that means yeah, collaboration over competition. So, and you have to be able to give too. So if you can't give in certain ways, like you have to be able to give in some type, bring some type of value. Everyone can't just take what we did the first time around was we took anyone, we took anyone and they were great people, but like, they weren't giving any value. They weren't showing up. They weren't showing up for themselves. They were just costing us a lot of money. And, um, it was just, it was not fair to the other team members that were putting in the work. So mm-hmm. now you have that. So once you've reached that avatar and you've done those things, then we put you in a 30 day internship program. So even if you're with another brokerage, we sign a contract with you that we will co-broker, co-list anything that we have tra- like come about in those 30 days. Yep. And then if you can attend in those 30 days, all of the training, everything that we're doing, it's, it's like, we call ourselves like a Navy SEAL. It's, real, it's, it's like boot camp. And I'm prior military. It's like totally yeah. boot camp. Like, are you going to show up every single day? And typically we learn that most people instantly like just realize like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do that not for me. Like I didn't get into the business to have a schedule to yeah. do all this. And we're like, okay, great. Let us know if you want to be a referring agent. We can still make money together, but like you can't be full-time on our team. Mm-hmm. And so once they get through the 30 day internship, then we onboard them to the team and we do like a cute little thing and we like bring a little box like will you join our team jump at the door jump at their door and yeah. surprise them we, lo- we like love making sure that they know yeah. that we're grateful for them but yeah. it's I think fantasy. too that uh not to interrupt you but you know earning our tiger stripes is something I talk about a lot and having these failures so to speak or these you know challenges where you have had bad people or people that you just really quickly realize like, you know what, this isn't a good fit. Maybe just not right now or not ever, whatever the case may be and how you then implement a process to eliminate that and and get what you want and where you are now versus where you were 18 months ago are very different. And so now that you've got the systems and the boot camp, and, you know, you, you have your ideal, what you want this agent to look like. I mean, I think that in its own really sets you aside from a lot of other brokerages, because I do think that a lot of brokerages, as an insurance too, you just, you got a license, cool, let's go, right? Yeah. But, you know, as you become more professional and your craft gets better, like you got to be surrounding yourself with some badass, like-minded folks. Otherwise, I think it really just drags the whole entity down, you yeah. know? 
So here's a question I have for you. I know what's annoying in my industry. Like what's the most annoying part about your job? Like in real estate, is it the inspections? Is it the emotional clients? Like what's the one thing that you're just like, mine's paperwork. I fucking hate paperwork. And insurance. Is so <laughs> I, I love you that you said that. Cause, okay. I have two. And number one is contracts. I no, I won't do like, if anyone sends a contract, I don't even sign it unless Anne-Marie has already signed it. Because she will read every line. Every word. And I'm over here like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I am the artist. Like, yes. let me do my thing. Let me create the deal. Let me bring together the community. The brand. Like, But she is amazing. We call her the queen of contracts. Yes. And I'm pretty sure she was a transaction coordinator <laughs> in her past life, if we're being honest. And maybe an attorney. And, um, <laughs> Two, I have to say, being a woman in, in a leadership role and a woman agent and being fairly new still to this industry, the other hard part is um, the one that I hit the most, and it's not all of them. We have amazing male counterparts, but there is a lot of mansplaining and like misogyny in our industry. And so oh, that's what God. all of these came about because it's like a safe space. I've even had an agent that's been in the business for 30 years, like in front of my clients when I was like, what, the first year I was full-time in real estate. Mm-hmm. And you were pregnant. And I was so pregnant. Eight or nine months pregnant. And it was a husband and a wife both there. So there was a woman <laughs> present as well. And he had said something that I had already said. So I was like, guys, I said that a hundred times, you know, like just so he knew, I knew what I was talking about. Cause back then I cared, but I don't care now. <laughs> and, um, he was like, Oh, do you want to know why they they'll listen to me and not you? And I thought he was going to say his 30 something years of experience, which would be honorable. Right. And he was like, because you're a woman. And I was (gasps) like, come on, come on. And we experienced that, especially having a lot of women on our team and like having like really beautiful women and women that have great personalities. And I think that that is probably my, like, besides contracts, if I had to like get rid of that, it's my number one pet peeve is having to overly prove ourselves or create a safe space. Or I have to jump on calls, even with clients for some of our agents and be like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to treat her like yeah. this. Isn't that ridiculous in 20, you know, 23. That we're now. And, and, and it's like the industry has a lot of females in it. I mean, real estate is, you know, it's residential. women yeah. are like leading residential real estate, not commercial, but residential. We're leading it. And still we're talked to and treated like, like it's wild. I'm like, but it's wow. still, there's a lot of women in this industry and, and on the finance side too, but I still do not see a lot of women in leadership. Yes. And I think that's where we have fallen yeah. Short, frankly. And and I think that's how we change some of that misogyny and that mansplaining and the like don't own the 30 years, own the fact that you have a yeah. penis instead. Like that's not what it's about. But if we don't, if yeah. we don't support and so I love first of all, I love that you have an all-female team because if we're not supporting the growth and expansion of women in this industry to then go on to great things and in, in leadership roles, we're gonna continue to be where we are today. Mm-hmm. I also want to just say too that another thing, and I'm really big on this, and I talk about this probably at least once a month at our team meetings, is because we're women, you have to show up and show out a hundred times more. Because mm-hmm. I learned this in the military, right? Yeah. And so we do not go easy on the agents on our team. You better know your shit. You better study your your craft because we're nice here and we're supportive here, but we're setting you up for the ugly outside there, right? And we want you to feel confident in your in your skill set. 
And if you don't know something, like we want you to learn it here with us in a safe space, because Mm -hmm. like, I think that that's another way that will break the misogyny is like, if we actually, like, there's a lot of agents that just like, whatever, they just push paperwork. They don't even push the paperwork. They just show up, sign a contract. They don't even know what's going on. And I'm like, you can't do that. Especially being a woman, you just make us look bad. You better know your shit. You know what I mean? Like we are not over here just showing pretty homes. We are truly advisors and advocates for our clients. And but I think too, like society is always, you know, on TV, you see all the million dollar listing and you see these, you know, selling sunset, these beautiful women that, you know, are presenting like they're not smart, but they are smart. And, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I still think like that narrative is kind of fucked up because especially being in LA, we get that all. Yeah. Over- time mm-hmm. all the time and I'm like you picked the wrong one honey like yeah. excuse me yeah. we have credentials over here yeah um, like we're smart educated you know like you could probably you know, manage so many more things than most people out there I mean you've got four kids for god's sake and spent <laughs> time in the military <laughs> I wouldn't want to get on your bad side but I don't think that like women are given enough credit I think it's yeah. just it's it's sure. so like disheartening that even now in 2023 we're still having this dialogue you know, so because I don't even think that we talk about like, we're both mompreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of women are just juggling a home and children and balancing a business is a, it's a whole credential on its own. And I don't even think that we glorify that. Like it should be like, it takes a lot to learn. I always will say like, if someone's a mom automatically, I like bump them up. And I just say, because you have to learn how to multitask. You have to mm-hmm. learn how to prioritize. Like, what are you going to do? You know? But I do feel like I'm so blessed that we have this team because obviously I'm older than Angel. My kids are It was a very different year. experience. Yeah. My, last year, my kids turned 18 and 21. So it was like a big year for me. Right. But like, I would never bring my kids to a showing. Oh, right. Like 10 years ago, it's like, wait, what are you not professional? So I'd be like, you know, get, get, get calling babysitter. Can you do what can you do? Like who can mm-hmm. watch my kids? Like, cause it takes a village. Right. But now it's so such a blessing to see like Angel will take at least Angel one. rolls in like Pocahontas. With not, <laughs> she's ready to go. No, I do. I have boundaries. I have one. I have a rule. Only one, unless they're in the car with someone watching. But what I love about our team is it's truly a village, right? So we have agents on our team. I can't do open house on the weekend. I have way too many kids for that, right? (laughs) But you could drop your kids off to my house if you're on my team and you can go sit open houses and I'll watch your babies. Same thing with my clients. If they want to go see properties and they want to be able to like do their thing, they drop their kids off at my home. Or like if we have events and I'm bringing one of my mommy helpers or, you know, our nanny, mm-hmm. I'll be like, go ahead, bring your kids. Our na- my nanny will help watch your kids too. I'm like, going to drop my kids off at your home. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my son is 22. Can I drop him off at your home and have your, have your team keep an eye on him, please? Maybe Emma, Emma's uh, Carly's daughter. She's three. She might help. Angel <laughs> <laughs> will say yes. My daughter's been over here many times. Yeah, everyone's welcome. So that's the other thing too, is like when it goes back to like, who do we choose? We do our weekly meetings when we're not at Keller Williams meetings at my home. And so you have to be, I have, we have to want to be a part of community with you. You have to want to also give in. Like they, like they gifted me for Christmas a night away with my honey and three babysitters overnight. Like that's our. Oh, okay. But how are you going to maintain that as you grow? Because here you've got an agent in Vegas now, right? Like she's not going to be able to come to your house for meetings. Zoom is an amazing tool, yeah. but how do you maintain that, that level of contact, that level of community? 
So my, I mean, this is something that we're just like learning because the agent in Vegas is now in Orange County. So she does actually travel from Orange County every oh. week to my home and brings her kids. But um, we plan on having like a leader in that space that creates that community. So that's the goal. So like, I like it. More of us. Like our goal is to make everyone on our team leaders at some point. If they want to be a team leader, they want to build another team. They want to partner with us in building our team and being on our team. Do like. It is not for them to stay there and be agents. We want to make them investors. So like everyone needs to fit the culture because that has to happen in every area too. We can't just stop it here, you know? And so ladies are unbelievable. And I can't think of a better way to start off our season three. I'm inspired. Pun intended, but (laughs) I want to join your team. Yeah, I want to go get my license. Uh, ladies, <laughs> where can we find you online and how can people keep in touch and follow your story? Yes, uh, we have the Ladies of Selling LA Luxury on Instagram. That's our podcast. podcast. And then Anne-Marie Selling LA Luxury, Angel Selling LA Luxury, our Instagram. And then we have Selling LA Luxury Homes. That's just the cool stuff if you want to learn about. If you want the real shit, go to our podcast, the Ladies <laughs> of Selling LA Luxury, yeah. and then find us there. Or if you just want to learn specifically about real estate, a little bit more like rated PG stuff is at Selling LA Luxury Homes. Girls, you're amazing. Thank you for what you're doing uh, for women. Thank you for what you're doing for real estate. And thank you for spending time with us today. We are so honored. And uh, God, I'm just, I am inspired. that I'm going to go out and do something important this week. Everybody else get out there this (laughs) week as well and start your year off being inspired.